Welcome to Sheen Visions Podcast. Sheen Visions was created to help you follow your life vision with poise, boldness, and strength. It is designed for women to live in their God-given purpose, to encourage them by providing meaningful tools to accomplish anything she sets her mind to do. To remind her that no dream is impossible. We're your hosts, Joanne and Rebecca, and we're excited to see what you envision for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us at She Envisions. We're so excited to have you guys here with us. Welcome, ladies. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of our Sheen Visions podcast. We're so excited for our special guest today. Rebecca, are you excited today? I am so excited. This is going to be the grand finale to our spiritual gift series. And who better than Pastor Darla to close us out? Joanne, do you want to introduce Pastor Darla and let them know who she is? Absolutely. She is a dear friend of mine. She's a mentor to me and to very many other people. If you don't know who she is, her name is Pastor Darla Lassiter, and she is a pastor, an author, a speaker, a teacher. She is such an amazing woman of God who has really um, exuded every spiritual gift that we've talked about so far. And she just walks with the presence of God and just is always full of joy and is our care pastor at our church. And she really gives and loves people right where they're at. And you cannot walk past her without hugging her (laughs) and smelling how good she smells and complimenting on her cute little outfit. Um, the pastor Darla, she's also one of our listeners of Sheen Visions podcast. So welcome pastor Darla. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Thank you ladies for having me. It's an honor. I'm like, like so excited to, um, come alongside you and be part of the podcast today and just speak into people's lives. So yeah, I'm excited. Thank Amen. you for having me. Yes. yes, thank you for being here with us. We're so excited to have you. We're actually really happy. We're really looking forward to it because you have a very special spiritual gift. Yes. From what I hear. She um, does. Do you want to tell us what spiritual gift that is? Well, or- I tell yes, absolutely. Um, I know Joanne had asked me to talk about uh prayer and the prophetic. Uh so prayer. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit first, because yeah. I feel like uh-huh. that is definitely um, the foundation for every believer, Amen. you know, yeah. a person that prayers, you, you could always say, um, and I heard it like this from my husband, have you spent your time in prayer today? He could always tell, you know, oh. if I started my day, <laughs> like, yeah, that's important in a marriage y'all for sure. But for sure. <laughs> um, lear- really learning how to pray and really having that foundation um, for every believer is so important. I think everything, of course, flows out of that. Y'all, uh, for uh, the coaching, for you guys are visionaries, you speak into people's lives and really come along um, women in that way. So I always say, uh, pray. You know, how do you yes. walk out your vision? How do you pursue that? It's through mm-hmm. prayer. So having mm-hmm. that solid foundation in prayer um, is so key to really walking out your destiny and your purpose with the Lord. Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. And I know uh, for somebody, uh, Pastor Darla, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, man, prayer, I only pray at home, in my shower, in my closet, in my bedroom. I know I've met a lot of people, even in our small groups or within our church, they've never prayed out loud before in front of anyone. Um, and maybe there's a new believer listening to this and you're like, how do I even start to pray? Like, what does that even mean? 
what, where do I go? I know there's the Lord's prayer. There's scripture. You could pray out loud. I know I explained to my children and everybody that I mentor, like praying is really just having a, a conversation with the Lord and mm-hmm. really confessing what's on your heart and really just speaking to him and spending quality, intimate time with him. How did you start to develop that gift of prayer? Because you lead our prayer team, lead our altar team. Um, you know, you have years and years of, of experience, but somebody who's like, totally nerve wracking of like, where do I even start? What would you say to that person? I always tell them that just like you said, Joanne, it's a conversation with the Lord and it doesn't have to, we don't have the eloquent words. We don't have to have the right words, if you will. It's Mm -hmm. just like sitting talking to a friend. And I think in knowing your relationship with Christ is based on that personal friendship, like a relationship where I can talk to him about anything. He's not shocked. (laughs) He's not going to like turn his back (laughs) on me or be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that you said that or you think that. And I think understanding that and praying from that place is like, dude, Mm -hmm. like, Mm. like I like, dude, that's a California word, girl. Dude, I'm from Cali. I live in Texas, but it's like, I can come to him like that as a friend and mm-hmm. you're not intimidated then by, you know, what's he going to say? What's he going to think? And knowing that he knows anyway. So I can start from that place and also knowing what the Bible says, because you, mm-hmm. you pray from the word. Yeah. So if yeah. I know what the word says about me, if I know what the word says about my family, my situation, then I can talk to him through the word, if you will, like, this Mm -hmm. is what the word says. So this is what I can pray. This is what I can ask because I know this is his will for me because it's according to the word. And Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. I've had some of my best best prayer times in my car. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That that is like a sanctuary. You can just be driving and just be like conversation with God. It's like, okay, I'm going to have to pull over because I'm like totally getting into this conversation with the Lord. Yeah. It can be so good. Yes. Don't I agree make it with, hard. Yeah, I agree 100%. Don't make it hard. Don't overthink it. It's just go with the flow. Like it, your words do not have to be perfect. Your, mm-hmm. you know, your, um, the atmosphere doesn't have to be perfect. That's the beauty of God's that he meets you where you're at. And he knows you and he knows what you need. And he just wants to have a conversation with you. And I like, it's so funny because I connect with him most when I'm walking outside, I'll be talking to myself and people will be walking past me and they're like, (laughs) are you on the phone? Like, what are you doing? What are you, who are you talking to? But it's because I lost, I lost the fear of doing it in public a long time ago because I wasn't connecting the way that I needed to, because I just like how you were saying, like, I wasn't creating that time with him to get to know him and understand that, Hey, like I accept you for who you are and where you're at and just talk to me because I want to talk back to you. So I love that you said that. Yeah. And my favorite thing that you mentioned was that prayer is the foundation for every believer. It's where we start, right? It's what Jesus did. He prayed in the garden. Every time he went away to speak with the father, he would consecrate himself and go in solitude and pray with the Lord. And, you know, we've um, talked about the spiritual gift of discernment, exhortation, teaching and service and leadership and mercy and prayer is something people don't really talk about or or they're taught, Mm -hmm. you know, people assume that, you know, you just know how to pray and they ask you to pray out loud in front of, you know, 30 people. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I've never done this before. Right. You'd be surprised. 
but mm-hmm. it's, it's a conversation. It's a communication. It's the way we communicate with the Lord. That's why we communion with him. And like pastor Darla said, we don't need the board even says to not pray with eloquent words, to not have many mm-hmm. words, but mm-hmm. to come with him with a quiet spirit, with a, with a genuine heart, with a pure heart, right? Blessed are those yeah. who are pure in heart for they will see God is what the word says. And I love that you shared that pastor Darla, because a lot of people are intimidated by that. And I just yeah. want to break off any intimidation that people have about prayer, about having to say things a certain way, or, you know, having to say father God, 20 million times in your prayer yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, or like, you know, trying right. to, or some people are like, yeah. you need to pray out loud and scream and intercede. But there's also moments where you're just going to pray with mm-hmm. him in, in quietness in stillness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're or we're gonna pray with tears i mean there's so many different aspects to it mm-hmm. yeah. so, or your prayer language yeah you know oh yeah we'll your, talk your about that yeah that's a whole other different like series about the prayer language but everybody has one just like how everybody has spiritual gifts everybody has a prayer language and everybody's is different and yeah. it comes out at different times. And I think that's the beauty of God is that he brings out in us when we need it the most and we don't even realize it. So he gives us these tools to be able to connect with him stronger and more intimately. So we can, yeah. I guess it's like, it's a, you know, you're, I feel like it's a suit of armor, your prayer language, yeah. and it helps you really digest what he's trying to tell you and puts things mm-hmm. in perspective for you. So so Pastor, yeah. so Pastor Darla, when you learned to develop the spiritual gift of prayer, what was your, what would be like a how-to that you would share to somebody? I know we, we say like, get alone, pray with the Lord, but like, what would you yeah. say the basic foundation is? Um, I think for me, I read books on prayer, like, like, or, like, I don't recommend like too many books to people, but there's some like that um, I want to say like, older going back like um dl moody and aw tozer i think for me um when i was first learning about prayer when i first got saved even i went back to some of the i guess we would refer to them like generals you know of prayer the oh yeah uh, dl moody's the aw tozers and i really read a lot of their books about prayer and it is birthed out of relationship with him, honestly. And so I learned that, um, spend time with the Lord. What does that look like? And this is what I tell people too, that I think is, is important, especially in our lives today, where we're busy, we're on the go. Um, we've got moms with little kids and, uh, soccer and football Mm -hmm. and volleyball, Joanne, you know, all those Mm -hmm. sports, (laughs) but it's not about the quantity of time. It's the quality. Yeah. So just being able to like maybe read a chapter in a book about prayer and and just allow yourself to learn something about, you know, what your prayer life should look like, what the effects of your prayer life should be. That helped me a lot. I learned a lot about prayer just by reading about prayer and then spending time, of course, putting it into action mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Those action steps. <laughs> I know yeah. our visions of gold. You got to be intentional because here's, and here's what happens with me sometimes. And I'll say, use this term. I let some things slip. Well, what does that mean? Mm. You know, I let my time with the Lord slip mm-hmm. or I let, you know, being intentional with prayer and, and the importance of that in my life. Um, you know, keeping it, you know, being intentional for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And it's a little hard sometimes. It's always hard when you're starting out, but it's like riding a bike, guys. 
once you do it and you get the hang of it, you never forget it. Yeah. And it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. It's not something we do to me. It's like part of life. So if, you know, I believe in spending time in prayer in the morning and having your devotional time, but there's some days where, Hey, I had to jump in the car and get going. I can have Mm -hmm. time with him there. So Mm -hmm. it's not like religious and where we feel like we have to do this or it has to look a certain way. No comparison. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I had a friend that got up like at 5 a.m. and spent an hour in prayer. And I was like, I thought maybe I needed to do that or I should try to do that. And I've learned that we don't compare even our prayer life with anyone else. It's something that's personal between you and God and what looks right for someone else may not be right for you. So, you know, it's just taking the time though and being diligent and intentional with having communication with him. Mm -hmm. Amen. So good. I love that you talked about developing. It takes time to be intentional. We talk a lot Mm -hmm. about that here on the podcast, you know, being intentional about your time, having boundaries, being, you know, really controlled of your time and your focus and your attention. And I think it's so easy to, in the world of busyness in this day and age where everything's trying to take your attention, everything's trying to take Mm -hmm. your time, everything is trying to be quick, quick, quick. I want to develop overnight. But God's not like that. He's the opposite. <laughs> he likes to yeah. be still, to be quiet, to be slow, right? Quick to listen, slow mm-hmm. to speak. And I love that yeah. you talked about studying the word uh, on prayer, like seeking out yeah. the Bible. What does the word mm-hmm. say about prayer? Yeah. You know, I talked, I mentioned the Lord's prayer earlier and, you know, the disciples that ask the Lord, what, how do we pray? And he talks about in Matthew, you know, the Lord's prayer, our father in heaven, all that stuff, you know, go study it. And you break down, break down that scripture. If you don't, I don't know where to start and really studying the word of God and what it says about prayer. And I honestly, I want to head back on the foundation. Everybody needs to have a prayer life. Like Pastor yeah. Darla said, if you feel defeated by your circumstances, by your flesh, by things happening around you, you need to go back to your prayer life. What, what, what are you praying for and believing for and contending for? Yeah. Because if you're trying to control your life on your own, then you're always going to fail because mm-hmm. we're human and we're flesh and man always fails. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. word of God is our foundation and our prayer mm-hmm. is our weapon. Let's talk about yeah. that. Amen. Pastor Darla. Amen. And um, because I mean, we, for me, I was taught, honestly, prayer is for us because God is all knowing, right? He already knows everything. He already yeah. knows our beginning and our middle and our end to every season prayers for us to remind ourselves that it's all in God's hands. Like, right. He is in control. So it's a reminder for us as humans to where our faith is, where are we putting our faith in and ourselves or in our, in Christ, you know, and yeah. it's just a reminder of how prayers are a weapon. Like we have to yeah. use that as, and, you know, praying the word out loud. And so talk yeah. about the next level of prayer, Pastor Alex, we talked about the basic foundation, right? Getting started. How do we develop into interceding and then intercessory prayer and using it in this warfare that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, let's see where to start with that one. Um, <laughs> That's a heavy question. Inter- <laughs> I'll tell you how most people, when they, when you ha- have developed in your personal prayer life and you are actually able to cast the care of your personal life onto the Lord. So that's trusting him. I'm giving him my, uh, my future. I'm giving my kids, my grandkids, 
from me, grandkids, they're all, okay, I've given those to the Lord and I've really come to a place where I'm trusting him with that. Mm -hmm. Then that is when intercessory prayer actually is developed because it becomes about others. When it's still about you, um, this is for me personally that I've learned. I'm still in a place where it's still about me. I'm still learning to trust God with my things. Um, mm. I can tell in my prayer life when I take things to the Lord, if you will, it's still about what I need and you know what I want. And, but when you can get past that as you develop in prayer, I noticed for me that I shifted that it became about others. Mm. So um, it became about uh, my pastors, my church family, my city my nation, it, it, where you can actually go to a place of what's the heart of God for our city? What's the heart of God for our nation? And you begin to pray from a different place. It really takes you up to a different level of you're not even praying what you think about it, of course, mm -hmm. but you're praying the heart of the father and he starts to depositing things into you. And that's, that's intercessory prayer. You're actually yeah. standing in the gap yes. for others. And it becomes mm. all about others. And eventually I believe that as we mature, don't get me wrong, I'm a lifelong learner, been serving the Lord over 34 years now, and I'm still learning and growing. We never like arrive, but I have learned that we should get to a place where we can actually put our needs before the Lord, trust him with it. And then I can move on where I have a heart for other things that God's wanting to do in my city, at the workplace, um, in our nation, different things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And to be filled with the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues, especially yeah. as an intercessor. Mm. Yes, yes, that is definitely the game changer. What you said right there is uh, praying in the Holy Spirit. And, Spirit. You know, we'll talk about that a little bit. And even going to the gift of prophecy, people are very curious, like, how do I get my spirit language? Spirit. How do I pray in the Holy Spirit? How am I baptized in the Holy Spirit? I mean, there's so many teachings straight. I don't know if we have all the time in the world to go into all of that, but yes, you just ask the Lord for it to, to give you this, the gift of tongues. We all have it in us. We just have to yeah. activate it. We just have to activate and access it and, and believe for it and ask the Lord to give that to you and impart that within you. And intercessory prayer is a whole nother level. Like <laughs> said. you literally yeah. contend for the loss. You get a burden yeah. for the loss, the broken, right. the hurting. You are interceding for broken families. Like he begins to give you things in your heart and in your mind mm -hmm. to intercede and pray for that. You don't even know about, like she was yeah. talking about the workplace, the city, your pastors, the next generation, our world. Like there's so many things and your heart just breaks for what the Lord hearts, you know, is breaking for like the Lord, like you, she said, you pray what the father desires and what God wants to mm -hmm. see happen. And it's a war. Like it is a battlefield. You're truly going to war in prayer for, for the things that need to be set free here in the world. And, um, it really, yeah. it's, it's a whole nother level. Like, I, I remember really experiencing that, um, when we have our prayer time, um, back at the church and mm -hmm. getting that burden, right? The burden mm -hmm. for the loss and witnessing. And Rebecca, you've experienced this as well. You could share a little bit of how, you know, you've experienced even in your personal life for the first time, releasing uh, to the Lord and confessing and just trusting him oh, yeah. at a greater level. Cause that breaks things. When you, when you can release all control to the Lord, that really helps you. It, it really is. His and, mind and his heart. And I, 
And I think it was the moment that I, and I mean, Joanna and I worked on this for months, but it was something that when I did it, it was a lot easier than I was thinking it was going to be. But um, I really had to submit myself in my prayer time, how Pastor Dollar was saying, like, I had to be intentional about that. And I had to, um, at that time, it felt like I was sacrificing my time to be able to do that. But in reality, it wasn't a sacrifice. If anything, you know, we serve, it's going to sound funny, but like a jealous God, he wants our time. He wants, he, and yeah. when we dedicate time to him. He wants it 100% full attention on him. And I had to really like push out a lot of noise that was in my head, a lot of voices, a lot of, you know, the enemy's attacks, um, preventing me from submitting to the Lord. And the moment that I just decided to push through that feeling and come into submission and prayer, I genuinely felt the breakthrough in my life. I felt free. And, and I think that was my goal from the very beginning was to feel free. Cause I knew that I was free, right? Cause God says you're free if you have me, but I wanted to feel freedom. And that's when I felt freedom for the very first time. And it was something that I will never forget because it was such a gift because it was, he was just like, I've been waiting here this whole time, but you wanted mm -hmm. to put other things before me instead of just coming directly to me. And, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a moment of reflection too. prayers. Prayer comes in levels, just like how Pastor mm -hmm. Darlene and Joanne are talking right. about interceding and all the, and your prayer language and speaking mm -hmm. in the Holy spirit, like that is, um, levels to it. I am now at the level where I want to tap into my spiritual language. It's been mm -hmm. a little bit difficult for me if I'm being 100% honest, because I don't know if there's a right way to do it. And, um, that's why I was so excited to hear mm -hmm. Pastor Darla today, because, <laughs> you know, I want to learn how to tap into that because I'm ready to go to the next level, but I don't know if I haven't received it. It's because maybe I'm not ready or I have to do something specifically to unlock that. But I know that I have it in me. I feel it because I thirst for it. Mm. And it's just a moment of maybe it's a different form of submission that I need to do, but I'm trying to figure that out now. So I really, really encourage you guys to, if you haven't even started your prayer life, it's, you know, and prayer is like how we talked about from the very first episode, it's part of your foundation. It's part of, you know, laying a really strong foundation for your vision yeah. in your life. And, and just in general, because you, you, when you set when you have a vision for your life and you have a goal, there's going to be so many obstacles. There's going to be right. good. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. And when those bad days come, I don't know about you guys, but like last night, for example, I felt it was like three o'clock in the morning and I felt like heaviness. I felt like there was a presence, like there's heaviness watching, like somebody was watching me sleep and, but I didn't feel it for myself. I felt it for my husband. Mm -hmm. So I had to lay my hand on him while he was asleep. And I just started praying. I just started worshiping God. And instantly I felt peace. I felt like whatever was there left, yeah. um, not to go into too deep with it, but like, we're dealing with spiritual warfare in my household right now with mm -hmm. my husband's, you know, anxiety and all of that. So we're working through that. And I think you know, those are the things that I'm so thankful for. And also for like the coaching, because I got to learn how mm -hmm. to effectively um, pray to yeah. be able to combat these things, because that's what it is. It's a tool. It's a, it's a, it's a method to combat the enemy mm -hmm. from, you know, stopping you from reaching your goals and being mm -hmm. in peace. 
because that's what God wants, right? He wants us to yeah. be in peace and he wants us to be able to live a fulfilled life in him. Right. So what better way to connect with him than to give it to him right there in that, in that moment. Amen. I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever done that. Like when you feel Amen. overwhelmed so and you just stop and pray, oh, but it yeah. really works. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Pastor Rolla, you want to answer her question earlier, which is, this is perfect because I'm sure there's people listening and they're curious about, you know, their prayer language too. And the baptism of the Holy spirit, like Rebecca's right here <laughs> on our podcast yeah, right? and she's literally like hungry and thirsty and she's there. She's right at the brink of that next level. What, what, what would you want to say to her about what she can do to start activating that? To remember that it is a gift. So just like if I gave you a present and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I like gifts and I'm a gift giver. So she's a this kind of resonates with me on that level, but it's like, um, he gives it to us. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to try to do anything to, um, you know, think that I need to be better or I need to do something, if you will, to uh, receive. Honestly, what we need to do is just be a good receiver. It's like if I give mm. you a gift, here's the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Because when we first get mm -hmm. saved, we get the infilling uh, or the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And what that is, is that mm -hmm. produces the fruit of the spirit in us, the character of Christ. So then the infilling of the Holy Spirit comes by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And it's just a gift. He wants us to have it because it empowers us. Yeah. So it's like, okay, God, I receive it by faith because your word says that that's what you have for me, that it's a gift mm -hmm. that you give to me. So I want mm -hmm. that. So I receive it. And it's just, I tell people just sitting in your uh, prayer time at home or just, it, I've seen people, heard people's testimonies where it's like, yeah, I was laying in bed at night and I just started speaking in tongues. Um, it's not oh, like wow. it has to be a certain thing or a certain mm -hmm. way. Um, we had a Holy Spirit class at our church. And of course, at the end, we did pray for people to get uh, filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And several people did. We laid hands on them and they received it. Other people, I think we try to overthink it. Like this doesn't sound yeah. right. This doesn't right. make sense. And if we're trying to process it that way, it, it seems to be a little bit harder. But when we just by faith, Lord, I receive yes. it. It is a free gift for me. I don't have to do anything yeah. and I want it. And then most of the time I, I've heard people receive it in all different kinds of ways, but it's the simple and the enemy does not want us to have our prayer language because mm -hmm. that is a language that he cannot cannot understand yes. and it is a language for you and i to pray out the perfect will of the father because the scripture tells us when i don't know how to pray the holy spirit makes intercession yes, yes. and so Amen. um but it's a gift it's a free gift and so it's just, Rebecca, even for you, it's just like, okay, God, it's a free gift. I receive it. I want it. And just let yourself, whether it's in your worship time, as you just set your mind and your heart on that, we just yeah. receive it by faith. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, that's like the simplest form I've ever heard that description of it on how to receive it. And thank you for that, because sometimes every it's helpful to ask questions, right? That's why we have wise counsel people that are proficient in their spiritual language. But sometimes it gets a little bit overcomplicated when you're trying to explain 
how to receive it because everybody receives it differently right right but i really right. appreciate you how you just simplified that because that honestly just resonated with me and just like understanding that i am worthy of that you That's are right. worthy there's yes. no pressure you don't have yes. to try to do anything to earn it or set yourself up to be the recipient of it no, no it's like god saying no this is a gift i have for you it empowers you i want yes. you to have it so here it's like here just take it yes I love that I love hearing that and it's true I mean when you talked about Rebecca people overcomplicating it's maybe other people's Mm -hmm. upbringing or experiences or teaching but we go to the word just like Pastor Jara said the word says it's an impartation of the Holy Spirit and it's an evidence right of the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2 if you want to go study if you want to go study the baptism of the Holy Spirit go to Acts 2 and it will explain what happens and what the Lord does. And it is a free gift and you do not have to do anything to earn it. There's nothing blocking you from getting it. There's nothing hindering you. Um, as, as you stay hungry and you begin to right take action and activate yeah, yeah. it, like she yep. was saying, you just mm-hmm. about whatever, like you just let your tongue go and the Lord mm-hmm. will speak through Jesus. you. It is yeah. so mm-hmm. powerful. Amen. So she said it is literally the prayer like it is the holy language because the enemy cannot understand what you're contending for and what yeah. you're standing for and when we have no words left to say when we're so broken we it is per- beautiful the way she said this is what the word of god says it is praying the perfect will of god and that's what it is it's communicating to the lord in the heavenly places and only the holy spirit can interpret what you're saying to God mm-hmm. and that's what's so powerful yes. about it I'm just yeah. getting so excited about it because yeah. it's the whole trinity yeah. right fathers and holy yeah. spirit yes Amen. we talk a lot about the fall uh Jesus the cross Easter everything the resurrection but they don't for you know they don't like to talk about the power of the holy spirit because maybe they don't know or they don't you know have a clear understanding or yeah. they're curious or they're just afraid whatever it is it is part of the Lord, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is a person. He's real. He's active. He's living and mm-hmm. he's a person. And I'm Ooh, so excited geez. for you, Rebecca. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to get the baptism yeah. of the Holy Spirit. And, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, I love that Pastor Dolly's on here because I just want to ask her more questions. But um, I, I, we were talking about speaking in tongues, right? Baptism of the Holy Spirit. And now let's talk about, you know, we've been talking about prayer for a while now. I want to talk about the gift of prophecy. And now this mm-hmm. um, Pastor Dolly could probably write a whole book about it because uh, she's an I author, like but this is something that a lot of people are very like, they just don't have curious. the knowledge. Yeah. They're yeah. curious about it. They don't have the knowledge or they have a biased opinion about it, but you know, where we live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Right. And the spirit right. gives life. Right. And yeah. so mm-hmm. can you explain what the gift of prophecy is, what the word of God says about the gift of prophecy. And I have a couple of scriptures yeah. too, I could share later on, but what okay. does it mean? Okay. So um, I think one of the things that people need to understand is the office of the prophet is separate than like the gift of prophecy. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about personal prophecy, like the gift of, or the prophetic, if it comes on your life, um, that is where uh, you have, um, like the, the knowledge, if you will, but you have a word um, for somebody that God's giving you something to speak into someone's life. Um, I think what mm-hmm. happens sadly is we see a lot of abuse with this 
So yeah. a lot of people have a tendency to want to, they're leery of it, or they want to step back from it, or they're kind of like, I don't know. But yeah. when it's in um, the right spirit, and this is what I say, all of our spiritual gifts should be filtered through the love of God yeah. and through humility. Yes. That's yes. when they're going to operate like just powerful. It's going to yes. come, it's going to be powerful. It's going to represent, if you will, the kingdom of God of course. Mm -hmm. So, um, what I tell people when they say, well, I feel like I got a word to give someone or someone maybe has given them a word. Uh, you, I, I double check myself y'all, as long as I've been operating in it, I never take it for granted, like in a prideful way, like, Oh, I've got a word mm -hmm. for somebody. I'm more right. like, do I, do I have a word for somebody? And, <laughs> you know, Lord, make, I want to make sure this is you. You know, yeah. I think that's the humility yeah. side where you want to make sure that God's using you and you in no way think that it's, um, that you have anything to do with it. Cause the gifts, right. they come up on us as God wills and it has nothing to do with us. I think yeah. realizing that kind of helps us to, like, yes. okay, God, this is just like gauge it. I, yeah. Right. To gauge it. Cause yeah. I mean, he spoke through a donkey. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, who am I? But um, I think with the prophetic, it's realizing that I'm going to give you a word. And here's what I tell people when I give them a word, I don't just assume like this, it's God's way. A lot of people try to use the prophetic to bring correction in someone's life. Honestly, mm -hmm. I've never, and I don't find in scripture anywhere where it says that's what the prophetic does. Mm -hmm. It always builds up and encourages yes. people. Mm -hmm. and i think yes. that's why if it's hurtful that's not from the lord yeah yeah so it's that's a good true. way to kind of gauge things whether you're like if i've got a word for someone and in any ways bringing correction i'm like yeah that no that's not god that's mm -hmm. my yeah. own opinion or right. my own you know i'm being critical something's going on in me mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. um and this is what i tell people when you receive a word because we live honestly girls in a in a in a time if you will where everybody wants to get a word or give a word sure yeah. mm -hmm. it should it should already confirm what you already what you know yes it should have you you know yeah, it's like good. yes you know you're gonna do this or that or go to another country and i've known people honestly sad that have packed up their bags and gone when oh, wow. that word was really not in line mm. so it should confirm what God's already spoken to you. He so uses good. the prophetic more often than not to confirm. Yeah. Okay, Doesn't it have to it, be confirmed three times or something like that? Right. No, it, no, no it doesn't have to be confirmed. Um, but it should confirm what you already know. Oh, so okay. like if like I gave you a word, Rebecca, and I said, you know, I see God, your future, you know, holds this entrepreneurship and you're going to open a business and you should be like, wow, that, okay, God, you're speaking to me and that's in your heart already. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that, if you go like, dude, I've never thought of that. That's yeah. never entered my mind. Then Most of not. the time that's, right. it can be off because we're mm -hmm. all human. Somebody can give a, a prophetic word and mean well, but we yeah. are human and it can we can miss God. Mm -hmm. Right. Or here's the thing right. I tell people too. They go, well, what if it is God, but I just haven't heard. I always say, then you take that and you put it on your prayer shelf, if you will. Yes. You yes. put that and you, and yes. you, you put it before the Lord. And this, yeah, this um, another gift that we've talked about is the gift of discernment. 
And this yeah, is yeah. where it kind of coincides with the gift of prophecy. When yes. somebody gives you a word, you need to yes. have that discernment, the gift of discernment mm-hmm. to identify if it is from the Lord or if it's yes. from a specific person. Yes. Like like Pastor Darla said, the Holy Spirit inside of you will mm-hmm. that in your heart and in your spirit. Yes. You know, if it's something it'll like that, resonate with you. Yeah. If it's something mm-hmm. that's right. desired right. for it's for good. years, it's gonna right. confirm that. If yeah. like, mm-hmm. exactly what Pastor Darla said, if the your the gift of discernment tells you like I don't think that's what I, the Lord has for me, but thank you. Right. Love yeah. them and yes. go your way. <laughs> And you can actually, you can actually, you know, um, you can actually, and when people like give you a word and it's not positive, you can stop it right there and say, Hey, I don't accept that. And, you know, and that's okay because you don't want to take in that negativity. And like how she said, you know, it plant sometimes, you know, we misspeak and we accidentally give somebody a word that maybe wasn't for them, or we think it's coming from God, but it's really coming from somewhere else. Our intentions are good, but you know, for the person receiving yeah. it, they have the right to say, Hey, you know what? I don't receive that. If it does, if it's not aligning right with yeah. the word of God and all of that. Yeah. I, I heard someone say this one time. It's kind of, it's a funny thing, but they, they said, I got a word. Someone prophesied over me, but I think it was for the person behind me. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I think they missed the wrong person. Especially oh when you're like, gosh. when you minister um, to people and I've been like in a big conference or something and you, God points them out like from the mm-hmm. platform and it's like, you're looking at them <laughs> and it's like, do I have that always stuck in my mind? It's like, am I looking at the right person? Lord, could you like highlight them a little bigger? Cause someone said, I'm pretty sure that was for the person behind me. So That's I think it's so really funny. understanding whether we're pro- being whether we operate in the gift of prophecy or we're receiving a, me- a word from a, a someone that operates in yeah. that it still goes back to prayer mm-hmm. the foundation of keeping things in prayer mm-hmm. allowing mm-hmm. our life to be strong in the lord um i love the scripture i was reading in the uh, passion translation and it says we're supercharged so if we're supercharged by the holy spirit we're going to be able to discern um, receive, understand, uh, the word, understand the prophetic and be able to, um, have it in a, in a good place, if you will, filtered through love, humility, being able to even receive it, uh, by that, by love. And whether it's for us or not, I love when people tell me like that was right on. I never want to get to where I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was from the Lord. And I like when people tell me like, that was right on. Thank you for confirming. I'm like, Thank you, Lord. Just use me however you want. Yes. You know, I'm being able yes. to stay in that place. And there's some people where it's like, like, yeah, I don't think that bears witness with me. And I'm just like, that's okay. That yeah. Is okay. And the word says that. The word says that to yeah. bear witness with one another and to encourage, right? And uplift each other. Right. And yeah. I love that you talked about it. Yeah, it goes back to prayer. And again, to, through the filter of humility. And Amen. that's the biggest thing. Like if anybody's going to give you a word, like for me, Pastor Darla, when I've had a word for somebody, I don't just go straight to them and say, this is the word of the Lord that has come upon me that I needed to bestow upon you. Like I yeah. come to right. them in humility say it, the Lord. and I say, Hey, Rebecca, <laughs> you know what? I don't know if this is, you know, true or not, but what? I just believe yeah. the Lord has given me this word for you. Can I share it with you? Right. Mm-hmm. It's having that humility sure. and being open and, and 
that that's how Jesus is. He's a gentleman. We never yeah. push anything. Yeah. We never con- on anybody push yeah. convictions or push anything onto anybody. God is a gentleman. And so is the Holy spirit. He's gentle. And so yeah. in a prophetic setting, in a prophetic word on both ends, like pastor Darrell said, it needs to be through humility with a mm-hmm. good, kind heart and uplifting and encouraging. So yeah. yes, there's two books I always recommend in any class I teach. Um, especially operating in the gifts and really just with our walk with the Lord is um, love the way to victory by Kenneth Hagin, because Mm. our love, our gifts are going to be filtered through love. Mm -hmm. We're going to be the best version and represent him well through love. And then humility by Andrew Murray. Honestly, I read that every year, just over the years. And just because as you grow in the mm-hmm. gift as you grow in, in kingdom business like even you girls as your ministry grows and and you you know you're getting a bigger bigger platform we want to make sure as we go from glory to glory that we go to that place in great humility it's not mm-hmm. about us getting there fast it's about us maintaining that platform once we get there so those yeah. two books for me have always been my go-to for making sure my heart's right my filter's right Mm-hmm. Amen. So good, Amen. Pastor Darla. I love that. that. So oh my goodness. I wish we can like be on here forever and talk about oh my all this goodness. Good stuff. Yeah, I fun. hope you guys have enjoyed. <laughs> Pastor Darla, you are probably one of our favorite guests on here. We love all yes, of our guests on the thank podcast. You guys. Um, before we wrap it up, we do this thing called Visions of Gold, Gold. Pastor Darla. And it's basically okay. an action step that we give our listeners. So I wanted to ask you if you want wanted to give the visions of gold today, what would it be? And, you know, really challenge our listeners to take away from this episode. Wow. That we've talked about a lot of things. So <laughs> I, you know, or it's like, oh, okay, what's what's one vision of gold or takeaway that we have? Um just pursuing relationship of all things, mm. not comparing it but just knowing that God loves you, God is for you. You don't have to strive to try to be or do or have with him. He mm-hmm. loves you like you are. And so he wants you to succeed more than you want to succeed. So having that prayer life and just allowing God to minister to you in relationship, that's what it's all about, honestly. So good. Amen. Oh, so beautiful. Thank yes. you. Oh, you guys heard it from the expert over here. 34 okay. years of ministry. <laughs> it was so cool. This is episode 33 and it's like our Jesus episode. And we're it talking is. about the Holy spirit, the baptism yeah. of the spirit, the tongues, so prayer, good. prophecy. Like this is next level stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, you yeah. guys go get in your prayer closet and really just pray for the Lord to give you yes. the gift of the spirit of tongues and the yeah. gift of prophecy and give yourself a word, speak a word over yourself and, yes. you know, learn to walk in humility, go get those two books that pastor Rose said, I'll put it in the show notes as well. So you guys can go and mm-hmm. get those two books. We recommend humility. And what was the other one? Um, the, pastor- the love, love, the way to victory, love the way to victory. Way to oh, victory. by yeah. By Kenneth Hagan. So, yeah. uh, we love you guys, Rebecca, any last words? We have about five minutes left here. <laughs> Um, I just want to say thank you so much, Pastor Darla, for coming and talking to us. It was such an honor to meet you and spend this time with you. But I really encourage everyone, like she said, just pursue that time with the Lord. Pursue that intimacy. Never give up on it because he never gives up on us. 
and Mm -hmm. you're worthy of it. You're worthy of every single thing. He gives us these gifts for a reason. He gives us these gifts, honestly, so we can connect with him on a deeper level. So we're stronger for when times do get hard, for when we see some, a fellow brother or sister in Christ that needs that support system, that we're there to be able to support them in any way we can. And we're all meant to shine. And that's why we all have these gifts. So I encourage you to tap into them. I encourage you to get that prayer time in. And I encourage myself (laughs) to receive and know that I can receive that gift of spiritual language. So amen. We're going to pray for her after this. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you guys, thank you so much, Pastor Darla, my dear friend, mentor, pastor, you You guys, we just love you. All of our Sheen Visions audience in all 10 different countries, Pastor Darla are listening. And we thank you. We honor you. We pray blessings over you for your time. And if you guys want to connect with her, she's on Instagram and Facebook, Darla Lassiter. I uh, will put it in the show notes and oh, give her a DM. I love um, it. Tag yes, her in this sure. episode. And <laughs> mm-hmm. we are so excited for all is to come. Get ready for all the things coming. She envisions. We are so excited. Yes. We can't wait to see you guys next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us at the Sheen Visions podcast. If you enjoyed this message, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, feel free to share on all of your social media platforms and tag us at she underscore envisions. For more tools and resources, go ahead and visit us at sheenvisions.com. We look forward to seeing you next time and we can't wait to share more exciting things with you. 